Welcome to the Level Up Podcast, brought to you by Century 21, the Harrelson Group, featuring masterminds with real estate leaders, coaches, and influencers, plus eye-opening strategy sessions with up-and-coming agents. You'll learn exactly how to go from agent to entrepreneur. And now, let's get to the latest episode of Level Up. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Level Up Podcast. We learn how to go from agent to entrepreneur. Greg Harrelson is with us. We are, I'm so excited. We're going to talk about just the month of December and what is on Greg's mind, what he's talking with his agents in his office about. And we've had an amazing conversation behind the scenes that I hope that we can bring some of those things out into the open for you guys. Um, first of all, Greg, back from the Ironman, what is up? Oh, man, yeah. I'm <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy or not happy that you bring that up. I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> man, what an, you know, I, uh, personally, it was a big achievement for me at personally. And there's so many people that are listening that have probably done multiple Ironmans and there's some that have probably been afraid to ever do anything like that. But I can just say it, it was, um, it, it's amazing. So when you even say that, I, I immediately go back. It's like, gosh, am I in pain or am I actually feeling the joy? You know, right now I'm feeling the joy. <laughs> okay, good. I was going to say, if I asked you a couple of weeks ago, you'd be all all pain and no gain yet, right? Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, it's interesting because you, you said something to me um, in, in before we hit record, which is that you never thought you'd do an Ironman, which I thought was an interesting thing to say because there's so much out there of, well, if you don't believe you can do it, you'll never be able to do it. Um, yeah. I think you're living proof that you kind of broke down how you're going to do it. You committed to it. And then you, you said, I will figure it out. And I remember that conversation when you first committed to it and yeah. you sure enough, you figured it out. I don't know how you did it, but you figured it out. Yeah, yeah I figured it out. Well, you know, uh, I, I, I'll, let me just share real quick though on, on that. Cause yeah, I, I guess I said to you, or uh, just in, in, in friendly conversation, yeah, I really didn't think I could do it. And, and a lot of that has to do with my um, self image, you know, or, 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 or just a personal opinion. You know, I, I, I say to people all the time, I'm really not built like an endurance athlete. And I think that like some people would probably say that, you know, um, and I never really did endurance types of things um, when I was, you know, growing up, but I was, I was always very inspired by people that did. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I really just looked at myself maybe in the mirror. And then I looked at people that were doing those things. And I said, yeah, I probably can't do it as if like, that's not a me thing. That's a them thing. But I will reveal and, 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 and share something a little bit more on the intimate side, and, and that is this. I have a dream book from 15 years ago, or maybe 14 years ago, 15, probably 15 years ago, and it has in there me actually doing an Ironman. Hmm. And I turned 50 this year, and I said, today, this is the year I'm going to do something that's been harder than anything that I've ever done, and I, I, I perceived the Ironman would be that. And, um, and I signed up and then as I'm on my journey, I started remembering, holy cow, that's in my dream book. From oh, this is the app. So after you committed to it, then you remember that it was something you'd wrote down years and years ago. Yeah, I don't even, ago. yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I wasn't looking at the dream book and yeah. says, okay, now's the time. It was, hmm. I'm in it. And then I'm just kind of, for some reason, I'm like, wait, I, this is in my dream book. You know, so for those of you that ever have attempted, thought about, or wondered if these dream books and these vision boards uh, mean anything, if I was to open up my dream book, I can tell you right now, there's so many things that without knowing or remembering it was in my dream book, there's so many things that I've checked off that list. It's, it's quite shocking. Yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big believer 
of that vision board, those dream boards. So for anybody that's out there that, you know, that you feel, you know, the, the cool thing about dream boards and vision boards is whether the, you think you can or whether you think you can't, you can still add it to the dream board. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and just watch how like life just unfolds and, and kind of attracts those things and attracts the right people into your life that allows you to get those things done. That's kind of what I think happened to me. Yeah. It's a good, good intro for our conversation. Cause I, I love that. I love that approach. And, and I can, I can say the same thing is that my, my journal is kind of on my phone on a, on an app and review it regularly. And, uh, and I can years later go back and look at the things that I had written on that and realize how many of them I checked off just, just because that was part of my self image that this is where I'm heading and that embeds itself in your subconscious. And you just make decisions in your ordinary life that moves you towards that because you've decided that's where you want to go. Um, all right. So let's shift gears a little bit and talk about December because, uh, I didn't want to do just a normal raw, raw motivational, Hey, keep going, yeah. uh, close out the year strong. There's a million of those. Um, I think what's, what's really interesting and unique about you is that you have, you, you've structured your life and your work routines in such a way that you can keep the momentum going in December. And I want to pull some of those things out that I think people can learn from so that Mm -hmm. yes, they can keep growing strong in December, but then more importantly, going into 2021, they can start to make some changes in their routines and emulate. I think some of the things that you do just in your normal day and your normal week that gives you the ability to keep going strong, like you're going to all December. So let's talk a little bit about, um, just your philosophy on finishing the year strong and why you don't really feel like you have to take a break, that you're not afraid of burnout. Well, like, why is that? Yeah. You know, and, and, and to put it in context, you know, in December, I think there's a, there's a few things that happen with agents. You know, there's agents that are just flat out lazy and said, Oh, it's the holidays and a lot of parties. So they, they kind of take the time off. And then you've got those people that actually need a break, right? Because they, they may be physically, like exhausted. They've mm-hmm. really worked hard and it's been a tough year, 2020, yeah. and they've really worked hard. And, and every year they just feel like, Hey, I need a break. And this it's logical that I take a break at this time. Right. Okay. So, so I think both of those are real. Okay. Those are real situations that we face as an industry. For some reason, besides all the, the, the positive things like less people are working, people still need to buy and sell real estate. There's a lot of business out there. Um, that's surely one reason why I keep going in December, but I just don't feel like there, if we're in a position where we feel like we need a break in December, then it's not because uh, it has nothing to do with December's a good time. It has everything to do with what we didn't do the other 11 months through the year. You know, people, you know, um, I, I, I've, I've kind of, I guess, bragged or, Maybe it's just something I'm proud about um, that I share, and some people may take it the wrong way and and, and think I'm bragging. But and I think as I as I reflect and I and I mention what I'm getting ready to mention, I think it is it, it, it's I'm proud to be able to share my schedule because I think it was the designing of the schedule in the way that I did that allows me to go all year without feeling burnout. Okay. And I'm not the yeah. bionic man by any means. I'm, I, I'm just a little bit uh, more intentional about conditioning myself mentally and physically to prevent yeah. burnout. Yes, exactly. And, and so my schedule for years has been, I mean, years and years is, you know, I'm off usually around three o'clock. Um, I, I don't work nights, don't work weekends. And typically on Friday, 
I'm off at 12. Right now, lately, I've been doing something from 12 to 1. Um, and so I really get off at one o'clock, but it's like the Fred Flintstone at one o'clock, that dang horn goes off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, look out friends. Out Cause there. I'm calling you to find out what the heck we're doing the rest of the day. <laughs> um, and you know, and then I, and I'm, and I'm out there doing things. And, and when I get off at three, I'm not going home and watching the news on the couch. I'm typically going out and playing tennis or I'm going, um, out to, you know, maybe I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm pursuing things that I'm interested in. Like yeah. I'm going to my warehouse and I'm staring at my classic cars or, or I'm buying a sander. And believe me, I, I say, I'm not cut out for endurance sports or I'm not cut out for manual labor and working on body, <laughs> on, on doing body work on a car, but I'm fascinated by it. So I buy these nice sanders and I go out and sand and act like I'm this guy that's getting ready restore this classic car. I'm probably just ruining it. Um, <laughs> okay. I can't tell you how many videos I know this is, it sounds like what the hell's Greg talking about here. Can't tell you how many videos I've watched in the last 60 days on, um, stripping and painting cars. Interesting. Now, why am I bringing this up? The time that I spend on YouTube watching those videos takes me away. It carries me away for a moment yep. from the, the grind or the hard work or the, 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 the intense thinking. It just, it's an escape, but it's an escape. That's something that's healthy. I, I believe it's healthy. Mm -hmm. It's learning. It's, it, it's fascinating to me. It could be like completely absurd to somebody else that's interested in totally different things, but You'll never catch me. You could probably ask me every month, Greg, what are you, what are you learning right now? Mm -hmm. And I'll probably be telling you something like, I mean, last year uh, <laughs> it was baking. I was like, I'm no just, gonna, like, my mom makes this wonderful cake and I'm going to start. <laughs> I want to be the only friend, male and female that I have that actually bakes from scratch. So I go get okay. this nice mixer. I'm looking at this recipe. I'm calling my mom. She's baking these cakes. I'm, she's coaching me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I really did that. Right now it's okay. body work. Yeah. So I think those are the types of things, those little escapes throughout the year is what prevents me from experiencing burnout. It's where I don't feel like I need a break. In fact, in fact, like I don't even know what I'd do if I had a break. Um, you know, I, I, cause I'm already doing all the other things that I want to do ongoing. It's not like I need a break so I can now go do the things that I've been missing in life. No, I've been doing the things that I want in my life and I've been figuring out how to work around it, but everyone else is trying to figure out how to actually fit in their passions. You need to be figuring out how to fit in your work. Mm -hmm. You schedule your passions, schedule your interests and work around it. Mm -hmm. And then from that space, I don't think you'll ever feel or rarely will you feel you need a break or rarely will you feel burnout. And if you do feel burnout, it'll be like because I do. I, I share with you, I don't really feel physical burnout. I feel mental burnout sometimes. But I can go from feeling mentally burnout to like 24 hours later, completely refreshed. Mm. I just need to get away for, a, for 24 hours. Some yeah. people... Because they're not doing thing on, things ongoing, they have to get away for like two weeks. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think that's where that's where the December conversation kind of came in, because I think there's a lot of people that will tell themselves that's what they need. Right. This is the time. Like, I just need uh, I need a couple weeks off. And and maybe, you know, I think there are some really high performers that maybe, like you said, genuinely have physically and mentally burnt themselves out. Uh, and it's been a tough year on top of that. And, and maybe some time off is in order. But for the vast majority of agents, <clears throat> That's not, that's not what we're talking about. They're telling themselves a story that they're, that they're coming to the end and they're, they're burned out. And this has been a tough year and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's a story. And yeah. I think that's, uh, that, that was one of the interesting things you said to me right off the bat when we first started chatting is, is that is, that is something that you're telling yourself. That is, that is, you're using a certain type of language and you're talking yourself into the belief that you need to, that you need to take a, a this long break or take, you know, the entire month of December and kind of you know, downshift, you know, just kind of coast into next year. And I think a lot of people struggle, you know, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. Have you ever heard that, that, that analogy or story about the two lumberjacks that are competing and chopping down a tree with an ax? Uh, if I, if I know where you're going with it, sort of, yes. Okay. Well, let me just, just for anybody that didn't, let me just share for those that you did uh, have heard this, then I think it's good for all of us, but just imagine two lumberjacks and they're competing to chop down a tree and the tree's the same exact tree or, you know, uh, the same trees. And um, they're the first one who chops it down. Well, you get lumberjack number one that's going out there and he's the one that looks like he's, he's like, he's the show. This mm -hmm. guy's a lumberjack, right? Mm -hmm. He goes out there. He's got the body for it physically, just like a monster and goes and takes his ax and he just starts wailing at that tree and doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. And then you have the second lumberjack that doesn't even look nearly as athletic as, as lumberjack number one that goes out there and he's wailing on that tree. And then every like five minutes, he sits down mm -hmm. and people are like, what the heck's this guy doing? He's got to take a break. Is he tired? <laughs> Come back at the end. What we find out is the lumberjack that was sitting down, taking all those breaks, wins, chops the tree, the fall, the tree falls down. And when they start analyzing the two lumberjacks, lumberjack number one was never stopped, never took a break. Lumberjack number two stopped, took a break to sharpen their ax. Mm -hmm. So every time they took a swing at that tree, they were taking a bigger chunk yeah. out of that tree and the tree fell faster. The person that's never taken a break and sharpening the ax is the one, that's what burnout looks like. Mm -hmm. Not only do they burn out, are they exhausted, but they never chop down the tree. They never accomplish the goal. Mm -hmm. They actually fail to reach the goal and they're mentally and physically exhausted. Yep. And the other person's fresh, reached the goal and fresh and says, where's the next tree? Yeah. <laughs> See, the sharpening of the ax for me is the video of like how to strip that car. Right. Or it's the physical commitments I have to make to do the Ironman or, mm -hmm. or, the baking of the cake. <laughs> right, exactly. For you guys that are out there, go ahead, comment on me and, you know, pick on me. <laughs> and I tell you right now, if you ate my strawberry cake, you'd love it. <laughs> uh, there, was, there was something you called it, which we haven't brought up on, on the recording yet, which is you call them healthy distractions. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I was, uh, we, were t we were chatting before the recording and I brought up the book, uh, The Power of Full Engagement, uh, which is by a couple of executive coaches and sports performance guys. And they call this something different, which is active renewal, which I, I like both of those phrases, but you're, we were talking about just how, how you've essentially like what gives you the strength to keep going in, in the months of November and December 
is the fact that all along the way for the rest of the year, you've built these routines and rituals into your life that actively bring you back energy. They take you out of the business mentally and emotionally, right? They take you kind of out of the chaos, essentially. They give you something that you're excited about. You're excited to, to learn it. Like obviously mastery is very important to you. So it kind of hits some of the things that are unique about you. And uh, I think agents uh, really underestimate that. Like there's a lot of people that are in the business that they're either working in the business or they're with their family or something like that. And there's really just those two modes. They go from the chaos of the business right directly into the chaos at home. And they don't really have, there's no buffer a lot of times between those. Uh, and, and the rest periods at night are not really active renewal that, you know, just, you sit down and you watch TV that doesn't really actively renew you. And that stuff catches up to you. Um, what's interesting is that like, I watched my dad growing up, he had like a very similar schedule to yours when he was, uh, pastoring. And even when he would get home from that, which was essentially him by himself, by the way, he wasn't, wasn't exactly steeped in chaos, but we, as kids were instructed and trained to give him and my mom a half hour where they would go into the bedroom and they would just talk and hang out the two of them alone, completely separate from the rest of us. We weren't allowed to knock. We weren't allowed to do anything. And then they would come out and my dad would hang out with us for the rest of the evening before we went to bed. And I, I, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Um, but is I think that, that active renewal, you know, active that renewal. that's active yeah. renewal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love that. And you know, um, that's a great one. And what, what a great, uh, lesson that, that they were sharing with you that mm-hmm. maybe, you know, later on in life, you start to get it right. Yeah. Um, another thing I just want to mention about this active renewal thing is this is, is, um, you also have to be responsible and, and don't go like, don't be irresponsible with this information. Because right. what, what, what some people will do is what, they're, they're, what their mind's going to say is like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to go up. I'm not going to go to work this morning. I'm, 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 today's my active renewal day. No, that's <laughs> not how it works. Uh-uh. My yeah. active renewal is never before 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I still like I'm still that eight to 11 guy or, you know, at least in the office before eight and all the way to 11 lead generation mindset. Right. Mm-hmm. Eight to 11. Mm-hmm. So you still have rules. And, and what I do is I set up where like everything that must get done to reach my goals must get done before three o'clock. Now, I'm just giving you some insight on my my situation. Yeah. Usually. My active renewal is around between three and five. Mm-hmm. And then at five, I'm back into the next thing that I've thoroughly committed to, which is my family. Yeah. So yeah. like. It's not like active renewal. You gotta like to properly manage this. You 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 focus on something that you have an interest that you can that can take you away. Okay, mm-hmm. and and but but you're also responsible that you're not taking yourself away from your duties in your profession, and you're not taking yourself away from your duties and the passions you have for your family and loved ones. What we're really doing is we're eliminating all of that wasted time. And if you if you look at your day and you were to do a stopwatch on your day of when you're productive at what you're productive, you would find out that some of us are, are fairly productive at work for a few hours. Mm-hmm. We're fairly productive at home with the family for a few hours. And then you've got this middle ground where you're kind of in no man's land and you're not really that productive. What I'm focusing on is eliminating that. Mm-hmm. 
That's what eliminate that. Like it's like, and the way you eliminate it by this is very easy. And I'm going to give credit to a guy that I love so much, Matthew Ferry. Mm. Matthew Ferry years ago was one of my coaches. And, um, and Matthew, he told me I had to do something um, outside of business in the afternoon. This is years ago. And so I chose to take up tennis. So I hired a, a, a tennis pro to teach me tennis. And, and the tennis lesson was, I think, maybe two to three days a week, uh, at least two days a week, mm-hmm. was at two o'clock in the afternoon. Now, two o'clock in the afternoon was an odd time because it was later than lunch. So he did not want me to do it at 12 where I just says, oh, I'll just take my lunch break and fit it in. Right. Okay. Because no, he wanted to interrupt the continuity of my current, my current patterns. So he made me do it at two because at two to three, I'd play tennis. And he knew at that time, I didn't go home at three o'clock. Um, I actually would go back to work because I've already done my active renewal. Right. So I had to go back to work. So he put it at a time where I had to figure out, okay, I got to get all this stuff done before I got to leave and go to this tennis lesson. And then I've got to be able to get off the tennis court and go right back into this mode of getting stuff done. And then I can go home. Yeah. I didn't realize until later on in life that how valuable that coaching was, because that's kind of how it still looks today. Yeah. It's just instead of playing tennis at two, I'm doing something else at three. And then instead of going back at four or five to work, I'm actually then going to the family. And and mm-hmm. think about it. My family's winning. Mm-hmm. My business is winning. But the most important thing is I'm personally winning. And I'm personally winning by not burning out so I can actually be present to both my family and my business. And and, yeah. and I think I think one thing, Matt, here we're 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 hoping that we can accomplish on today's talk is we can't change any way we've been up to today. But you can start this for yourself tomorrow. That's true. And like imagine what 2021 can look like. When you are, when you're feeling really like we've heard, um, I don't know if it was Tom Ferry or, or Mike that used to always say alive, uh, what it was alive and full of energy. You know, it's like I, I'm alive and I'm full of energy every day. You know, it, it sounds like a fantasy. Right. Um, but no, it's, it's a fantasy that you can't have that. Mm. That's what the fantasy is. The right. fantasy that's become our reality is that we can't have that. And I'm telling you, you can have you ever heard of a guy named Chris Oliva with uh, Keller Williams? Yes, I think so. Chris Oliva, oh, he's over there with by uh, Jeff Quentin in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I coached him years ago when I was with Mike Ferry coaching, and I coached him. And I told him one day, so Chris Oliva grew up on the coast, and he, um, what, nice, nice guy. I haven't heard from Chris for a while, but he, um, I, through my learning of Chris and, and talking with him, he, um, I found out that he used to surf a lot when he was younger. And at the time that I was coaching him, he was kind of like plateaued, not doing anything impressive. I can't really speak of the numbers because I don't recall the numbers, but it was nothing impressive at the moment. And I told him I refused to coach him another day if he didn't actually start surfing again. (laughs) Okay. Because I know what surfing meant to him. Mm. 
Surfing is not about catching the wave. It's actually it's actually sitting on the board in a peaceful moment between the waves. Right. And I knew as as somebody that believes in the things that I believe in, I felt like the best coaching I could ever give him was not about real estate. It was a matter of quality of life. Mm. He, if anybody goes and looks up Chris Oliva out of New Jersey, Ocean City, you can email him and ask him, did Greg ever re, uh, refuse to coach you unless you started surfing again? He'll say yes. And ask him how it changed his life. Mm. This business broke through massively. He started surfing in competitions again. Whoa. I mean, right now, I bet you he's still surfing. Mm. He found that passion. He, re, he rekindled that passion, and that made him a better man at home and in business. Hmm. And that's what we're really talking about here. Yes, it's December. I guess we're kind of talking about December because we know a lot of people are going to take a break and, and whether or not they need one or not. But it, the reality, what I'm hoping that you accomplish in December is you kick butt in business. But what I'm really hoping is that you, we wake up and realize that it's up to us to take charge of our lives. And when we take charge of our life outside of business, that's where we're break, our breakthroughs will come from inside of business. Mm-hmm. It really will. Really will. Well, I can't put a finer point on it than that. So I'll shut up and get out of the way. And I will say that, uh, yeah, just we, we appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully people go and, um, and leave a review and, uh, and make sure to subscribe to the show so you get the latest episodes and stuff. But man... That was really good. Where do people go just to connect up with you? You know, I, I say it every time. So just go to, um, you know, find me on Facebook and, mm-hmm. uh, and do a private message. And I do want to say that the Real Estate Sales Solutions Facebook page that we have, everybody go in and, and, and join that group. There's no, no cost or anything. But um, if you like, you know, some of the conversations that I have, um, I, I post so much coaching material on Real Estate Sales Solutions um, it's kind of like my little platform to to give all that information out, disseminate the information, mm-hmm. and stimulate conversations and whatnot. I actually communicate in the in the chat and in in the comments quite often. So I'd love for you know more and more people to engage with us because there's a lot of learning, a lot of collaborating going on within that uh, page. Real estate sales solutions. Yeah, very easy. Just go to Facebook, hit that, just uh, type that into the search bar, comes right up. Request yeah. to join, and uh, very, very easy. So, as always, Greg, I really appreciate it. I know people got a ton out of this. We didn't even get to the part about how your active renewal actually builds your capacity, which then you then take back into the business. We'll have to do that. That'll be a little teaser. Maybe we'll do a follow up conversation about that. But uh, as always, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you.